0: hair looks good by the
1: way my hair looks good yeah. <laughs> thank you
2: <laughs> no problem does it look different than, than most days you i'm here, me. I'm, here to, me. I'm here to
3: help you, you i'm th- here to <laughs> pick you up when you're
0: feeling low it's <laughs> <laughs> me i'm a helper
1: oh that's who you are. okay no. i got you I'm, uh, I'm a little slow i'm a little slow but thank you
3: yeah
1: not thank really you. that does make you feel good
0: Everybody's confused, but we're going to take away some of the confusion here in just a little bit. Welcome back to GPS to God. So glad you guys are here. Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Ryan Gotro, and today we have with us Mr. Andrew Phillips. Thanks for being here, buddy.
3: Absolutely glad so, to be here. So
0: glad you're here. This is going to be a good one. We've teased Andrew about coming on. I don't know, probably for six months now. But, quite uh, a bit.
2: Better
1: yeah. be a good one, then.
2: That's true, I know.
0: On our end or his end? A lot uh, of pressure. Know, know. I
1: think <laughs> on ours. I mean, I'm oh, going uh, to have I, to.
0: I would like to defer that pressure <laughs> straight across <laughs> to that seat right there. But nah. Really, we were just trying to get the studio set up a little bit better. So this is only the second week we've had this I nice like little it. wall art here. Yeah. So you can see that if you're watching on YouTube. Uh we got a brand new website, Andrew. Okay. So we're coming up in the world. Hey. GPS to godcom dot com. So go check that out. Lots of cool stuff you can do on there. Sign up for a newsletter. We're gonna start doing that maybe. We have not done it yet, but you know what? We recorded ahead, so pressure's not on yet. We don't have a deadline yet. But uh man, you can do that. You can make a donation, you can find out about us, find out about the people that come on here, check out the latest episodes, all that cool kind of stuff. GPS to godcom you can email us, mailroom at gps drop us a line. I think you can send a message even without email. I think our website is that cool. You can just send a message on the website.
1: Big but time. Are we that fancy? Big We're that time. Fancy. Does somebody get it though? Nice. Big time. Does uh, anyone get the message?
2: Yes, Does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's checked regularly. It
0: is checked regularly. So okay. I check it at least once a week. So. I only ask
2: because so I've, at our work, um, we used to have like this black hole. Because we had initially we had like this starter website and we didn't know anything really about it. And so but apparently it had like this email link and people would call and say, Hey, I emailed like through the website a long time ago and no mm. one ever got it. I have no idea where they ever went. Where the yes. emails went, it was just this black hole. The so best. we've since fixed that. But so now I have to check. When people say <laughs> that you can email through the website, like does <laughs> anyone actually
1: get it? It's a legit question. Once yeah. a week?
0: Okay. No, I check it more than that. But okay. At yeah. a minimum I would Yeah, I'll check it at least weekly. Okay. I mean, we record weekly, so as long as I got it before that next episode, we're good. We're good. But, uh, no, (laughs) mailroom at gps dot com. You can email us the old-fashioned way. Send us a message on the website. Um, Yeah, we'd love to have either way. So, you know. We, we'll give you our street address if you want to send us some <laughs> gifts. I mean, we're not we're not picky over here. Send it's, them on. <laughs> I mean, Ryan's going to need diapers and formula here. Send
1: well, it, please. Well, I mean, countdown for, is on. Yeah,
4: it is. Uh, per today, uh, actually tomorrow, it'll be three weeks. So really, Oof, by the time we weeks. release
0: uh, the first episode this mean, go round, I mean, You're probably getting. It's not official, but Close.
4: we're we're thinking August eighteenth. That sometime that day is when we'll go into the uh, we'll go in. It's awesome. So
0: this, this episode might come out around there. What day of the is that? That's a Thursday. Uh, so we would come out the Monday before that, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, I Possibly, think that's yeah. when this will come
3: out. Yep. Nice. Somewhere so, around there.
4: So nervous, but excited. So we've we you know we have Lily, so we kind of understand what's coming coming around, but. <laughs> I mean, it's a baby, so (laughs) it's always a new thing.
0: Everybody else here has multiple children in their house, and we all are looking at you like, you think, (laughs) you think you know what's coming, because you already got one. Yep. Dude, you got no idea. We don't want to spoil it, though. No. I mean, one, two, seven...
1: All the, to, it's all the same thing, right? Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, nope. <laughs> we don't want to steal the thunder. <laughs> no, nope. nope. Andrew has yeah. the most. Yes, yeah. he does. I was waiting for him. He yes, you told he us. Does. Told me this before.
4: You were like, you know, a lot of people say, you know, well, if you have two, you might as well just have four, and uh, and it's and you're, a lie. And you're like it's a lie. <laughs> it is.
2: It absolutely is. Three rocks my world. Yeah, I, I will say, <laughs> only started to recover. <laughs>
4: so
0: my my kids are the oldest out of the four of us, right? And yeah now that they are pretty much self sufficient i wish we would have more not that we really? you know
1: like four whatever. or just like three
0: i mean you know one more is good at least but okay. i mean like i can yeah. see where people they're like oh yeah give me like eight i mean yeah. like you know once you yeah. get that bug in but right. at the same time <laughs> i had just finished up last month with my probably my last dad coaching experience, where mm. I'm because my son is now moving into school teams, yep. right? Man, just I'm like, what time is practice over? All right, I'll pick you up. That is so nice. Like, I'm not there planning practice and going <laughs> oh, to practice.
4: I, was, I, was practice. I, I That's that. what I was thinking. I was expecting oh, like the, the teary eyed, like, yeah. oh, I got to go from the field now, I got to go to uh, the stands. So not, it is sad. not emotional
1: it, in any way. It's a
4: good thing, bad thing, right? Because
0: I yeah. really enjoy it, and I told Christy. Um, Carter made his all-star team this past summer. I was like, make sure you get plenty of pictures during this all-star time because this is it. This is probably the last time yeah. we'll be on the field together as a coach and player, father-son, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to coach school teams. And you never know. I mean, never know. But I have never coached. I have coached school teams in the past. Yes, right? you have. But I have no ambitions to do that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I was, I, it is so much fun to to just sit there and watch. Like, what time is practice? I'll pick right. you up. And talk to him about practice. He comes home, hey, man, what how practice go? What'd y'all do? Yeah. You know, and let him tell me about, it. he's playing football this year. He's on the football team. It's the first time he's ever played football. So new experience for him. Chris, letting him do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he would have played it before, but he was always in another sport. Gotcha. And mm. we didn't want him to play two sports at the same time. I gotcha. That was kind of selfish on our part, but, we have multiple reasons for it. We didn't want to taxi him all over. You're already taxiing him just in one sport. But no doubt. Yeah. Two sport. I was traveling a lot at the time, uh, like, for extended periods. Right. So it kind of all fell on Christy, and she was like, I'm not doing that, which I totally understood. And, yeah. and for him, it was sure. a decision like, pick. You can play whatever you want to play, but pick which one you – you know, pick a sport so Right. for that season. But, but it's fun. I mean, just watching. What time do you want me to pick you up? All right, I'll be there.
1: Just be in the –
0: yeah just being a parent parent, just watching checking out yeah yeah fun so far now
4: you know wait wait till he turns 16 then he has his car and everything and you don't have to even better hey when are you gonna be home so i can make sure dinner's ready might change during the season (laughs) maybe maybe you'll get the the
1: itch it it may
0: it may but you know it's yeah right now it's you know because there's a big difference between paying like we're paying for you to play that you're going to play right Mm, you're not going to get cut from a team and now it's school time right you're trying out you yeah. may not even be on the team yep. yeah. we've been talking about that for a year and a half like in other sports like hey you need to work on this because school time is coming like yep. yeah. it's not automatic anymore right. but- I don't know how we got off on sports. Uh, fun time. Kids. Kids, <laughs> are <great. laughs> Kids are great. Love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And my daughter drives now, so that's great. It's nice. like, man, we need that's one great. thing from yeah. it, it. I'm scared. I, I can't think about it. Okay, that, so though. I will say. I've
3: heard,
1: <laughs> heard of them pick up at the pickup at, at practice. She does sometimes. You, but they don't just, end at the same just, time.
0: Uh, Her practice, his practice, they don't always mm, end together.
1: But, that's gotcha. Okay.
0: Very nerve-wracking. So my daughter – I would say drove the typical amount for a city kid, right? You know, farm kids start driving when they're six years old. That's true. right. Yeah. But she has driven the typical amount of time for a city kid and got her license. And just like all of us, the day we got our license, dude, I can drive anywhere in the world. Yes. Right. That's our mindset. Yep. So she's like, I can go give me. And she had a hand-me-down car. So she was blessed with that. We were blessed with that, all this kind of stuff. And I was super nervous. I'm like, Daddy mine takes over and like, you have not driven enough, right? And we would let her drive as much as she wanted to when she had her permit and stuff. Like, sure. But I was like, ooh, to go out mm-hmm. by yourself on the, like, it is very nerve-wracking. And I was talking to a, a buddy of mine, and I was like, man, she just doesn't have any, like, enough driving experience. And he's like, the only way she can get it is to drive. Like, you <laughs> got to let her drive to get that experience. I'm like, I know. But, yeah. but now, like... She's been driving um, for a while, and we just, you know, have a comfort level. and It's like, hey, you know, we need just eggs from the store. Just Ashley, ma- mm. run down to the store and get that for us. You know, <laughs> that kind. That part's nice, but definitely nervous. Yeah, definitely nervous. Sure.
2: Yeah, y'all find out. Just can't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right That's now, y'all just got to soak up to those. Believe. Yeah, I don't have time to
4: think about
1: that survive, right now. Survive in advance. Survive in advance to the next day. Yeah,
0: but you do like. Right now, so my kids are 17 and 12. Right now, I'm just now starting to hit the I miss little kids kind of phase. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: But so it does happen. It's because you've been sleeping for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you've gotten missed. good sleep I for probably did. five years straight. Yes. Yeah. Now, now yeah. And now you miss it. Now, I, yes. <laughs> now I miss it. But no, <laughs> when you're sleep deprived, you can't miss it. You're, you're just in the middle of the storm. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Now, our first, like when Ashland was born, we had a great system. Christy was staying at home, and I, Sunday night through Thursday night, she would get up all night whenever she needed to because I had to get up and go to work. And then Friday night and Saturday night were my two days where she got to sleep, and those two days a week nearly killed me. Yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know how you do this, but I'm glad you're doing it. And, I mean, it was rough. I was full on admitting this is, whew, can we call your mom to come stay the night or something? Like, man.
2: It's by any means necessary. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. Especially when both are working. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Great times. Have all the kids you want in the world, people. It's, they I are. Say, they I
2: are say drunk. it's rough, but
4: Lily, Lily tends to go to Dawn, so it's like every night Dawn wakes up the next morning. and She's like, "I hate you," <laughs> because she goes to her, and I'm just like, "I'm sorry if she came to me, I'd, I'd take her." Well, so get
3: a, you get the you get the chance. You're, to you're moving to man to oh, oh, no.
4: defense
1: here. So.
2: Yep, 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 yep. So
4: yeah, I think Lily has a rude awakening
0: come. So now, do your kids? You have three. Do, mm. Were their sleep
2: habits different? Oh, yeah. Still are to this day. And what's the the age spread? So Paxton's five, almost six. Harper's three, almost four. And Asher just turned one. And so Paxton is my worst sleeper still to this day. The oldest one. And he's had night terrors since he was about a year old and still plagues him. I mean, last night he was still up multiple times. I, I no. They say he's going to grow out of it and uh, keep hope alive that he'll grow out of it. But he he will. Not yet.
0: It is a fight. It Ashlyn, is. like, I, some, my wife first told me, I don't, I'd never heard that term before. I was like, that is a made up thing you saw on Oprah or something like that. Is, <laughs> dude, it, it's legit. And like, yeah. Ashlyn would get up. She would sleepwalk. She'd walk all through the house, have yep. a conversation, not even know she. Like the next day, you remember this? I'm like, wow. No. I'm like we talked for ten minutes yeah uh, well, <laughs> you almost injured yourself yeah you can't remember any of it yeah yeah
2: it's that's how guess for sure okay. yeah
0: but she would if she was in our bed even if we weren't in there but if we were in there it was even if she was in our bed knocked out she'd be good her
2: bed no it ain't happening paxton so, it doesn't matter yeah. the bed he has the hits everywhere it's anywhere right. you go it's in our bed he's gonna wake up and he's Turn sideways and kick you out of the bed is you know yeah he's just he 's he's rough, but God showed some grace, and he gave us two other good sleepers, so Harper yes. is a sound sleeper, she sleeps through his night terrors, which is wow. amazing because they sleep in the same room wow. at this point oh, we have both awesome. beds, yeah, and then um, Asher as an infant didn 't sleep, no infants do, oh. but he 's to the point now where he does he slept till nine o 'clock the last two days, wow. so I feel like God was. Shining down and saying, all right, <laughs> you've got one that won't sleep, but I'm going to give you two that will." Yeah. So it, it, it's it does nice. seem
0: like it, you go right to the brink, and I'm about to break. Yeah. And then you get one good night, you're like, "Whoo, all right, it'll it's last, will last yeah. you a yeah. while, yeah, yeah. Yes. for sure." What about
1: they've, Grant? And- they've been, they've always been good sleepers. They have. I mean, since early on, they'll they they've slept on like seven, eight o'clock. They turn into pumpkins. And they will sleep, and they've they they spoiled us. A so lot. many parents hate you right now. Well, so? that's why that's why whenever you talk about me. sleeping, I never really Lori and I would usually just sit there and don't say anything because they've always, for some odd reason, because we thought Amelia was just so good sleeping through the night, we we're like, surely Grant's going to be terrible. But they both, once they're out, they're out somehow. Ashland Someway, was, somehow.
0: Ashlyn was up night terrors, all this stuff. Carter. Did not want to be in our bed. Like, never wanted to be in our bed. It's like, I'm out. I'm going to bed. I'll see you all tomorrow. no
3: like, He's
0: yeah. like, see ya, I'm out. Yeah. Even, like, today he won't, like, because we have a TV in our bedroom. So, if he's sick or something, hey, man, you want to go lay in our bed and, and turn TV mm. on? Nah, I'll, I'll be all right. Like, okay. <laughs> Keep that sickness. There you in go. The yeah. <laughs> Stay over <laughs> there. But, uh, man. That wasn't uh, wasn't planned. We got so many things to talk about with Andrew. Who, who knew oh, good, it was going to be kids? Huh? Hey, yeah, might be kids two episodes, great. man. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it could be. We didn't even bring a guitar up here. Ryan asked me that, but I uh, did. I we, did.
2: We failed. Andrew is a, a musician. That can be next time.
4: So uh, yeah, look, already already squeezing his way in. Hey. <laughs> no, <I'll> set, <laughs> take two, and I like it. I'm he, in. he doesn't have to squeeze. We're going to both the a we door door have a whole no, episode just on him singing. So. there we go. Uh, <laughs> we have teased singing, that for playing. a long
0: for a year. We've been on the air for a year now. Yep, yep. um, yep. We've teased that the whole time. Let's have somebody sing. Where is it going to yep. happen? Andrew might be the first one, but. Ryan's at. He's like, "Hey man, are are you asking him to sing and play a song today?" I was like, "Not today." Well, we'll yeah. save it, yeah. <laughs> so have. much other stuff. You should have. Uh, yeah. Well, we we primed the pump. He's
4: already coming back again, so we'll yeah, make, good, we'll make right. it happen. But um, I do have something random that I wanted to bring up. So one of the things that we talked about in the past was how uh, my man over here acted like a, a big girl when a raccoon showed up at his house, yeah. right? I did. So. Speaking of raccoons, <laughs> your sister found one and What's she that? put it on social media. Yeah, and I thought she would have taken this like you right. in your way and screamed yeah, like no, a little girl. I'm sure she was a lot she than took this thing like a champ. I'm it was sure her she baby. Yeah, she wow. had it in a blanket, all cuddled up. Like I was, like, was right. a full grown? Was this I'm, like I'm a gonna, baby
0: raccoon
1: or was
4: this no. like think, a full? Eh, I'm coming to some grown. defense here. Yeah. yeah. The
0: situation he found himself in <laughs> warranted Thank you, Thank you, at Daniel. least I that. three to five seconds of freak-out time. It was. All right? it was. Okay, okay. I mean, uh, so, so let's let's not make out like yeah. they were walking down the street that. at high that's, noon that's and saw good. each other that's coming good. from <laughs> hey, that was Still, under, <laughs> under wild no circumstances,
1: you square like a girl when I'm a yeah. 45-year-old man. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, oh. it was different.
0: At night,
1: ten o'clock at night, right? Yeah, Inside quiet, a trash can. inside. I mean, pitch black. You, I mean, just a little bit of light from like the door, and it, I open it up. And it was it a story about a raccoon. I had to bring it
4: up. I had to bring but, it. Up. Gotcha. Yes, yeah, so, I did not hear that story. I no, like to I haven't hear that either. About. What's what's what's? Well, the deal I don't for know. For, I mean, you might know more just because it's your sister, right? But right? she, from what I understand, she found it at like a lo- like it was stuck in her trash can.
2: Well, it was stuck, stuck. in mom and dad's trash can. Okay, okay. So <laughs> dad heard it rustling around, so clearly it had been stuck in there all night, because okay. mom took the trash out the night before, tossed the trash bag in, and because they've had a tendency to have their trash cans knocked over by animals, you know, they put a heavy rock on top. Okay. So, th- nothing got in or out after mom did that. And <laughs> right. And so, clearly it was in there the whole time. And so, dad heard something rustling around in the trash can, <laughs> didn't really want to mess with it, right. and so... I think at that point, my youngest sister Whitney was was coming up the driveway, and he was like, "Hey, by the way, can you check that out?" <laughs> um, Whitney is tough and brave, and so she's fearless. So she had no no issue with it. So she opens it up, and it's like, "Oh yeah, there's a raccoon in there," and it was like, you know, overheated. Oh yeah, and, you know, Eesh. been in that hot trash can the entire night. It's mm-hmm. been brutal, hundred yes. degree weather, right? Yes, and so exactly. she immediately has compassion on this raccoon. Yeah, and you know, is able to. Flip the trash can over, help it out. It really can't hardly even walk, so she's wow. nursing the raccoon back to health. Wow. Yeah, and so this was Whitney. Whitney, yeah, okay, wow. kind of bottle feeding it, just trying anything oh, you see, can to help this raccoon hydrate. Wow.
4: Bro- Brooklyn had had the pictures or whatever, she did. so she I, was, did. She did. I just assumed it was her that had. That, that, that,
2: I mean, Brook documented. He, uh, did she he documented. get a, a new sister, Brooklyn? I mean, her uh, name is Brooke. It is but... Brooke. And her okay, middle name well, is not Lynn, although a lot of people do think her middle I'm name sorry. is Lynn. On, on uh, Instagram, it It Brooklyn. is, because that's more of a nickname, maybe? I don't okay. know, but it just kind of stuff. I'm sorry, stuck. Brooke.
4: If you watch this, I'm sorry that I've called you now three <laughs> that times, was about, Brooklyn. That was she <laughs> called <laughs> her that to her face? <laughs> I called her that on Sunday morning, and she yeah. didn't <laughs> say a word to me. She so. lets it go.
2: It's, you're not the first. My fault. It's okay. She's
1: wow. like, creep. Who's this creep at <laughs> church? It's called me Brooklyn. <laughs> well,
2: don't beat yourself up. You're not the first yeah. one to do it. My we'll fault. Beat you up, though. Yeah, don't yeah.
4: Oh, I know. I know. I bring it to myself.
2: So it's whatever.
4: I'm just going oh, what it says. awesome.
2: But now Brooke was, she was documenting. She took some really good pictures of it. Um, but yeah, Whitney wraps up this <laughs> raccoon in a towel and bottle fed it, nursed it back to health. I thought it was cool wow. and walked it back out into the wild and released it. <laughs> wow. You know when it was had regained wow. strength. And now wow. they check so cool. in once a week. They, they wow. make sure everybody's <laughs> doing good. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't shock me. It really yeah. wouldn't. I did not Whitney's get the chance
1: a soft to arm. do that with our raccoon. Did not get the chance. Yeah, I don't just, know that I would have either. Yeah, it just oh, fled. Yeah, fled into the night.
0: Yeah, you disturbed his buffet. I, like, I did.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it got to eat, but it was. Yeah,
2: it got cut short either way.
1: Yeah, it did. Good so
2: stuff, I thought, stuff.
0: when he first said that, I thought Brooke was the one. Do, I just yeah. didn't see her
2: as the, let me swaddle a raccoon type. She does love animals, but I, I don't know that that would have been her first instinct either. Yeah. Mm, it probably Brooke, be very nice, but she is like... She was close to going down the route of being a veterinarian. She really, really thought about it for a long uh, time. She does nice. love animals, so... Cool. She would have been next in line. I'd have been last in line to nurse the raccoon back to health. Oh, yeah. Tip the trash can over. Yeah, right on. Yeah, there. come on. Like, crawl gonna, yourself out of here. Exactly. You're better than this. Get up. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's well, only been 100 so you're embarrassing for yourself four days here. in a row. Yeah. So out
4: of that story, now I have to go take uh, say some apologies now to someone <laughs> that I named in the wrong <laughs> thing. Yeah.
0: It's all good. So talking about your parents, that's a great segue of something we wanted to, to discuss tonight anyway of just their story you know we're not going to get into a big long drawn out thing but can you tell the story about your parents and what they've gone through over the last year
2: yeah absolutely so we found out i guess it would have been about a year ago maybe a year and a half um that dad was born with one kidney we had no idea he had no idea he might have known a little bit longer than we did but didn't know for the majority of his life had no reason to check and but his doctor had found that he was in kidney failure for seemingly no reason. It just felt like out of the blue. He seemed young for it. And so they decided they would do some some testing, and they found that he was born with one kidney. Uh, it's a rare thing, but it does happen. And so that kidney was just overworked. He's 60 years old, and it was failing, essentially. So started working through the process of what that would look like, and really quickly – because I guess we were probably late in finding out like he moved through the stages of kidney failure pretty fast. So before we know it, like he's in stage four and the doctors are saying this is getting exponentially worse. So we're facing either dialysis or transplant and the transplant list is difficult and could be long. And so to start with, you know, you can talk to your family if you have anyone that wants to be tested to see if they're a match, they'd be willing to do the surgery, things of that nature. And so, um, Whitney actually was first to jump on it. She's our family doctor anyways. And so she'd had the form. I mean, she just Johnny on the spot. She had the forms, filled them out, sent them in before any of us even like know where to even get started. And for people and animals. Yeah, she does. Yes. And so sends it in and they come back and find that she's a match. And then immediately mom starts in. I want to be tested. And I don't really think very many of us thought there was a chance that she would be a match. I just, I don't know, just didn't really make any sense. I, I thought there was a chance that me and my sisters would be, but then Mom was adamant that she wanted to do it, She wa- and she wanted it to be her, and I can remember having this conversation and saying, Mom, you can't will this to happen, but nevertheless, like, you know, by all means, be tested, and she did, and was a match, and we were That's pretty nice. much all floored, uh, but she was a match, and then she still had to go through some other steps to make sure that she was fit for the surgery. Um and she was past all of this flying colors. And then the doctors kind of came back and said, not only is she a match, but it's kind of a, about the perfect setup because they really like you to be in a close age range. And they're the same age within, you know, a few months of each other. And so they were like, this really couldn't be drawn up any better. And so wow. they had the surgery almost six months ago. It'll be six months in about a week's time. And mom is doing fantastic. She's recovered from the surgery is really back to normal. took her a while to gain her strength and energy, but she did. And Dad's doing really well, in my opinion. Mm. That's how I like to preface it, because I think (laughs) when you're the person that had the surgery, you don't have as much patience. I'm on the outside looking in, and I I see that the kidney's doing great, that it's responding well, that his kidney function is vastly better than it was pre-surgery, and I think he's doing fantastic. And he knows that he doesn't always feel great. And that's really largely due to this laundry list of medications that they've got him on because the body will fight against the kidney if he's not on medication. Stop it, essentially. So there is light at the end of the tunnel, and yeah. they have just kind of told him to stay patient, that it's a longer process than you want it to be. It's not quick. You'll start to feel a little better in small increments, and then he's hoping that that one-year mark, that's kind of what they've they've kind of set out there as a goal at that one-year mark to feel noticeably better. So. Anyhow, it's been a a whirlwind, I'd say, for the last 6 months. Sure.
0: Something you told me that makes great sense that I had never put any thought to because I've not had anyone in this situation in my life, but both of your parents now will be in kidney failure for the rest That's of true. their life. Yep. Mm. Cuz your mom went from being healthy, mm. uh, you know, and total normal kidney function, well now yeah. she gave one
2: away. Exactly. So, like, I had never thought about that before. makes total sense, though. Yep. After the surgery, dad's kidney doctor was like, okay, I guess we just sign you up now. And you'll be Um, a kidney patient for the rest of your life because you will have one kidney now for the rest of your life, too. Uh, And so you'll be in kidney failure, which sounds scary. The idea is that by a good diet and exercise and trying to be smart about what you're doing, the hope is to keep it in one of the early stages. And it should be stable theoretically. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that have had great success with it and said, you can have a very stable life from then on essentially. So she's disciplined. And that was really all mom needed to know because she, from that point on, she was going to be disciplined about what was allowed in the house, what they're eating. She's, (laughs) she's got it. She has got it. She, and she's a really good cook. Um, we were over there having dinner the other night. And she made something, and it was fantastic. She's like, oh, by the way, there's no salt in this. I was like, I wouldn't have known. It was great. I, I have no clue. I thought it was fantastic. Your, she's a wizard over there. She can make things that you know don't have bad things in them, and they still taste great. It's impressive. That so is. she's she taking might, good care of Dad.
0: She might need to cook for Jackson. Maybe. You're, your maybe, nephew.
3: That kid. Terrible is, eater. Like Kidding, He will not eat anything.
4: Yeah. If it's not like a dinosaur chicken nugget. That's that's it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: like super picky. Yeah, no, crazy. He is. He is.
1: Grant's pretty bad. He doesn't like chicken nuggets. Yeah,
3: oh, that's know. right. I forgot
1: about no that. mac and cheese. Man. Those are some Manage. staples too. I yeah. yeah,
0: I yeah. would yeah. have starved to death as a kid yeah. without yeah, those two yeah, for sure. Very,
1: Does very he go good. the
2: opposite way and like adventurous he likes, things? No. Oh,
1: I mean, okay. he'll he likes spaghetti. Okay, like any kind of pasta, but it has to be red sauce, nothing white sauce. He'll eat like hot dogs, cheeseburger, but I mean, and he'll eat vegetables. So I guess, That's but positive. like you're, you're yeah. just like, like any kind of sandwich. Mm-mm. He's out. Grilled cheese when he wants to, but any kind of sandwich or anything like that, nothing. Pe- it, like like peanut butter and jelly. Mm.
0: This may ruin him and it may take a biggie off the list, <laughs> but you could tell him next time he has a hamburger, he'll be like... Yeah. It's hamburger sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Like just to get Hold him, up, yeah. Just what? to get him in a yeah. Just to yeah. get him in the sandwich lane like a little some, bit. Like,
1: like a ham and bread or whatever. Like yeah. But uh yeah, what do you do?
2: Well, maybe or, he'll try some other things. So, maybe Har- so Harper's really picky eating. Maybe so. So and hopefully he'll break There's a lot of it. those things that yeah. she won't eat. Right. But she makes up for it by trying things that most kids will not. Really? Like she's the one she likes salmon. Yeah, really. she eats salads oh, yeah. wow. You know how many three year olds do you know that'll, that will would like yeah. a salad with ranch dressing that's, Harper that's, would that's awesome. it's just it's interesting <laughs> awesome. I mean that's she's awesome. the one who's at this point we've gotten to where you know we don't order her many kids meals because <laughs> yeah. she's more likely to eat what's on my plate gotcha so that's awesome. Man, she's got that Gordon she's, Ramsay palette yeah, yeah. going yeah. on it's inter- very good. interesting that is yeah
1: it is back to your parents that's oh, unbelievable yeah. that that your mom is like a a
2: match it really I was mean, that's
4: but what love is that though? I mean I mean obviously your sisters and I don't I mean your mom they just I mean it sounds like they just pretty much was like without a doubt let's sign up for this. Right. There's no questions. I mean you'd like to say that you would do that for your family too, but when it when mm. in, in reality does it just boom, let's go do it. Let's where's the papers at? Let's it's done. Let's right. do it. Most so, most
2: people hesitate. Yeah. yeah. You know, because there's there's other factors at play. Yeah. For sure. And so you're thinking about your own life and other people that are impacted mm-hmm. by it. Exactly. Because the surgery's not a guarantee. And they right, and they right. they walk you through all of those things pre surgery and tell you all the terrible things that can happen and can go wrong and they have to give you all those worst case scenarios. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. it's one of those situations that most people wouldn't run to. And so the only thing that would make you run to that situation is just loving the person and wanting them to have a better life, a better quality. Uh, exactly. Of life. Yeah. It's awesome. So yeah. Talking about love and
0: giving and personalities and all that kind of stuff, we're gonna get into it today. We took a personality <laughs> test. We did all three of us. We did. Yep, mine, the the result I got back.
3: Do you agree with them?
0: I agree with most of them. Most okay. of them hit pretty, pretty well. <laughs> there are some that didn't. Don't. Yeah. It'll never on. be a hundred. It's never going to be a hundred percent, right? Like no. it can't be a Daniel well, Sanders exam, yeah, right. right? You know, some but, hit
1: well that you don't want to hit well. But uh, that's yeah. true.
0: Most of mine, I'm not afraid to admit that yeah. hit, but. Uh, a- Andrew is an expert. We we, we brought <laughs> in. An coach shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we, might be, have, we might have oversold that a little bit. <laughs> he should be basically getting paid for this stuff because he's be. that good at it. Should be. I mean, <laughs> on this podcast, you're an he expert. Is an expert. Right? expert yep. for sure. You're, you are an expert. So we I feel, brought I feel in. Like I can expert. accept that. <laughs> so uh, I mean, he brought multiple books with him. I mean, he brought the no, Bible he and then multiple other he books.
4: So. He me. was supposed to bring the book that has his name at the bottom of it, but he <laughs> forgot that one. So he brought other books. So <laughs> it's coming.
1: He still got time.
4: <laughs> go still to, got a lot of time.
0: Go to GPS to God and pre-order Andrew's next <laughs> bestseller. <laughs>
4: You'll be um, getting emails next week. <laughs> Where's this book at? Yeah. Yeah. Pre
2: order. You're, we'll you know. you're, really you're early. You're really early on this pre order. You're ahead yeah. of the curve. Exactly. The cart. But you got a great deal. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't even have to put a deposit
2: nope. down right early now. Bird's exactly. special. Early
0: birthday. Exactly. Show special. us you're interested. Yeah. yeah. uh Let's come up with a promo code. Like, promo code Ryan for uh, 100% <laughs> free <furry laughs> right now. 100% off. Uh, yeah. We'll. uh We'll send it as soon as we get it, as go. soon as
2: it comes from the publisher. Yeah, exactly. we'll there you go.
1: <laughs>
2: but what do you bring with you? Well, I brought my two favorite books on Enneagram, only mainly so I could give credit where credit is due, because these aren't things that I necessarily came up with off the top of my head. Um, so first I've got uh, my favorite book, which is The Enneagram, A Christian Perspective by Richard Rohr. And I really liked that one because it was the first one, actually, that I read through about the Enneagram, and I was brand new to it. And it's a really deep read, and one of those things where you'll end up reading it probably multiple times uh, to really gauge the content. But I really enjoyed the take and really kind of applying Christian principles, and we can talk about some of that. And he goes through his opinion of some types in the Bible. So we go through like with, for each number, Hey, here's someone who probably was that number in the Bible. So it just adds a little bit of color, which I think is, which is fun. And like, like all books, there's, there's parts of it that are great. And then parts of it that are not, you take the good and you throw out the rest. And so that's kind of my philosophy on books in general. No book is other than the Bible is going to be 100% fantastic. But it's got some good stuff. Right. Right. Um the other one is the Road Back to You uh by Egan Morgan Crone and um Suzanne Stabile. I don't know if I'm pronouncing those right or not, but They're not gonna They're not going to know. So they're not going to know don't right. care, but but another really good book, a very practical book. So this is the one that's my mom's favorite because this is more practical helping you with relational things and walking through it from that angle. It's not so much like a deep dive into it, but it's really good practical. This would be something good to apply and you can use this in your day-to-day life and relationships with other people. So two really good resources that I've enjoyed that have just kind of helped me understand a little bit more about this study because I feel like it, it, I guess you maybe initially look at it as a personality study, but it's really not what it is once you get into it. Because for me, personality study is something where you uncover something about yourself and then you sit back and say, Okay, here's who I am, take it or leave it. You know, this is <laughs> this is how God made me. So I hope you like it. And if you don't, I'm sorry, I'm not changing. And this is just how God made me to be. And so I feel like so many times personality study is just like an excuse to be how you are, or to mm-hmm. be however you think you should be. And so I've never really liked them. You know, you do them. Mm-hmm. In school sometimes, you do them in job interviews, and I've just never really cared for them because I didn't like the end result. And so when a guy in my discipleship group brought this to my attention, I'd never heard of this before like five years ago. Um, and he brought it up as a possibility, And which on that tangent, discipleship group is maybe something else we talk about some other time. It's a big topic, but something I'm really passionate about as well. But one of the things that we do in our group is we have – scripture readings and scripture memory each week. And we try to have a book outside of our scripture readings that we're working through, typically a Christian book or something on a a spiritual discipline. And so we brought this one up and none of us in the group had any idea what it was. And so we were like, okay, we'll give it a shot. And if it stinks, we'll throw it out. (laughs) But it was just really kind of cool to kind of dive into it and just kind of see what it had to offer. But it's really not a personality study. It is on the surface. I think That's probably the hook. That's how they get Mm -hmm. people in. But really, I think what it's used for, at least how I've used it, is just as like a growth tool. It's, you know, it's just like if you walked out to your garage, you know, you've got multiple tools, right? You don't have just, there's not just one tool that fixes everything. You got multiple tools. And this is one tool that can help you grow deeper emotionally and eventually spiritually because I've always felt like emotional maturity and spiritual maturity go hand in hand. And if one is lacking, it will hold back the other. And so if you really want to grow spiritually, which most believers will say they do, then you got to be able to put in some work emotionally, too, or else it will hold you back. Because there will be blind spots in your life, and that's really kind of what, for me, that's really what the Enneagram did, is it exposed some blind spots that I just didn't think existed. So We
0: we told you, he was an expert. There it is. That that little two-minute synopsis proved it.
1: No, don't don't apologize. We're all in. How many types, like...
0: How many types are there? We're going to get into the yeah, types here so for the, us personally right. in a minute.
2: Yeah. So there, are, there are nine numbers. There are nine types, one through 9 They're number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And obviously there is color added because the way that they describe this is the numbers are in a circle because the idea is not to pigeonhole you. The idea is that there is there's movement within the numbers uh, there's movement even within where you, where you move to and times of stress and times when you're, when you're good and you're healthy and in a good mental space. Um, but because they're circular, there's a number to each side and they call that wings. So essentially, even within your number, it doesn't mean that that's going to be the only version of that number. There's a wing to each side. So there's going to be a direction that you lean one side or the other that will add some color to your own makeup and how God made you and some of the own things that you've got going on in your life. And I guess some pitfall so to speak and some strengths weaknesses that kind of stuff so there's nine numbers but it's even bigger than those nine numbers yeah y'all took the test My, right mind-blowing now sorry sorry. Really? i got a number i got a number that's let's start there because that's really that's the beginning really? that's the beginning is let's start
0: you know yours obviously i do i don't want to go first though no no that's fine
4: <laughs> i'll go first go ahead so i think the test and it gave me uh the number six. Okay and it spit out that it said I was the you, loyal <laughs> You said guardian. it spat out? Yep. <laughs> spit out <laughs> spit out at me.
2: He didn't want it, but he gave it to him anyway. The loyal
0: yeah, that, guardian. that old ticker take machine <laughs> yeah. just spit
4: it out at yep. me. <laughs> uh so the loyal guardian, and it said it was I was committed, responsible, faithful, suspicious, anxious. So I agree with that last one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Not that sure. I don't
0: agree with the others, but I'm right. signing off on that last one.
2: Yeah. So, so one thing about sixes that I've come to know is that they have a tendency to deal in worst-case scenarios. So do you find yourself thinking about worst-case scenarios? Oh, every day. Okay, okay. <laughs> every day. So this is probably pretty accurate. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It is.
4: It hit me pretty much on the spot. So, yep. <laughs> Definitely me.
0: You You want to just go on the line here?
4: You oh, yeah, go sure.
1: Down? Sure. I am a 9 I'm the peaceful accommodator, it looks like. It says, type nines are people who are very receptive to their environment and downplay their own presence. They can be loving, down to earth, modest, and trusting, or (laughs) stubborn, lazy, and asleep to themselves.
0: I mean, why, why are you laughing? Yeah, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm, what, like, what is your- I'm laughing because you're laughing. What is the deal? There is a thought behind that laugh. No, <laughs> no, no
1: There's just. I mean, it's. Uh, it is. Don't I mean, lie I, in I, church. I've, 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 I've been known to be stubborn, so. But yeah, it's 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 pretty spot on, and it's not going to all be roses. I mean, no, that's, that's no, the not whole at thing. it's like, on your toes, if you're, bit, yeah. You are going to uncover <laughs> things about yeah. yourself. There is oh, yeah. good and there is
2: bad, oh, yeah. and it's going to it's going to show both. Hopefully, no,
1: no. It, it, but it it's spot on. Don't like being in any kind of conflict or anything like that. I like to keep the peace.
0: Man, that's total opposite. <laughs> total opposite of me. Of you. Conflict is just another, uh, man, it's just another competition. Right. I hear you. Yeah, bring it I hear you. So I'm a, I am a type three. Okay, first of all, how do you say, Enneagram? Is that I right? I think so. I, oh, I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I go with. We're, I like it. We're in Tennessee. That's how we're going to say it. So
2: I say everything phonetically, so
0: I think phonetically
2: it's Enneagram.
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm a type three and that okay. is called the uh, successful achiever of all the Enneagram types. Three stand out for their confidence, efficiency, and ability to excel and achieve incredible things for themselves and the teams they're on. Their drive to win and accomplish, love of competition, uh-huh. and willingness to work ha- hard cause them to be action oriented, successful in achieving the goals they set for themselves. Those things, coupled with their optimism, adaptability, and ability to inspire people reflect the hope and radiance of God.
4: So Daniel goes in and searched all of them. Yes, and said, yes which one sounds know. the best? No. So that's <laughs> three. I like that one. That
0: one sounds good. There's another. There's something else I read that got to like the. Not so great part. Oh, so, what, what, like, what's the negative side of a three? Oh, you if we, we, we want to go in and dive in, like because <laughs> he didn't read, we can part. dive. So. Yes. Well, let's I mean, dive. No, I let's just read the here. little uh-huh. like that's the synopsis paragraph. Yeah. Here, like at the top, you know, that's, I'll, just, I'll that's the blurb the that's
2: trying to get him to go in deeper. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the hook. Subscribe right? here. Got me. Here's some great things about yourself. Subscribe here for more. Right here it is. Core weakness. Core weakness. All right. Well, golly, there's a bunch. Let's skip the negative. Let's skip the negative. So core <laughs> core fear being a failure, incompetent, inefficient, unproductive, exposed, worthless, or unable to appear successful. At least half of those are true. I got gotcha. you. At least half of that's true. Like, I will say in my, in my mind, like yeah, those are things like fear of be, not being a successful part of a team mm-hmm. drives me crazy. Like yeah. You know, I want to pull my weight on a team or better. Right. So yeah. like that is well, one, every single day. Think one about
4: thing that. that you said earlier was that like I might be a six, but I might tail or I might wing to two yeah. other numbers. Right. So one of the things that this did was is that it put me as like 83% being a type six. Okay. But it really, I was 91% a nine. Okay. But because I guess some of the last couple of questions of the test or whatever, it actually put me more
2: towards a six. So. Well, so, and this, we might not be ready to to go here just yet, but so one of the things about, and I just touched on it briefly, about the way that the circle works, because like I said, all the numbers are represented Mm -hmm. in a circle, but you move different directions. You have wings to your side, which you're going to shade one or the other typically, but then you've got what they call consolation points. Essentially, they are numbers that you go to, there's a true consolation. There's a number that you go to in, in a good place, in a good mental space. And then there's a false constellation where you go to typically when you're stressed. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that's interesting about the six is that the true consolation point of a six is a nine. So theoretically, mm-hmm. if you're a six, true and true, then in good times and in, in good mental spaces, you're actually going to move to the characteristics of a nine, and you're going to display that. And you're going to have peacemaker tendencies when you're in a good place. And then where you go to actually in stress, funny as it is, is you go to a three.
4: So, and that's why we're all on that. <laughs> <side. laughs>
2: so theoretically, yeah, you guys make a triangle, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you do. The three, nice. six, and the nine all make a triangle nice. on this circle because – you're mm-hmm. moving different directions mm-hmm. in good times and in bad. That's a God thing. <laughs> yep. It is. It very much is. <laughs> it is. So theoretically, that would mean that when you try to operate as a three, when you get to be all about success and all about goal setting, it's probably not a good place for you to be long term. It's probably, you know, it's right. a place you might find yourself moving to, but because it's false consolation, it probably means it doesn't bring you any joy. Interesting. Like it, I only say that just because I, I can recognize it in my own life and my false consolations. So I'm a one might be a time for me to just jump in and talk about, <laughs> about being a one. So yeah. I can talk about my consolations too. But so the one is sometimes known as the perfectionist. I don't care for that name because I feel like that is a piece of the overall puzzle, but other places it's called the reformer. And for me, like that perfectly sums up what I do is I, I reform systems processes i don't even mean to It's subconscious you know and people when they let me but you you know you've got to have permission to do that that's a that's a careful balance there but as a reformer that that's 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 what i do and that's what i look to do and it happens all the time and the perfectionist is like i said a piece of it and so each number has um what this book the Christian perspective, but calls like a pitfall, a temptation. And for Mm -hmm. mine, it's the need to be perfect. And so that's like the struggle of the one is this thinking that everything has to be perfect. And if it's not, then it's a failure essentially. And trying to work through that and grow through that and understanding that that's, that's not reality, nor is it even God's plan. Like that's man-made essentially. And it's just an issue within myself. But, um, but the one moves to, Seven in true consolation, which we haven't talked about the seven yet, but the seven is very joyful, happy-go-lucky. They call it like the eternal child. It's like Peter Pan that never grew up, you know, in a lot of ways. And so for me, like in good times, like that's where I move. I can just, I can enjoy the moment essentially. Like when I'm good and in a good mental space, I can leave the perfectionist stuff aside, leave the tasks to the side and just go enjoy the moment. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it happens, happens a lot at home. We'll be, you know, kids will want to play. And in my head, I know, man, I've got to wash the dishes. The laundry's not done. The, I haven't taken the trash out. And the, and the trash can goes up tonight. I, yeah, yeah. I'm working through all these things that have to be done. you got to watch out for the raccoon. The, the, yep. You do. You They'll don't know what's going to be in yeah. there. Every monsters. Time. And, monsters. And, and sometimes I need someone to come alongside me, like my wife, who does a really good job of it, It helps say, that, leave the stuff. It's okay. It'll still be there. But just go enjoy the moment. Like, just go f- have fun. Wrestle time with the kids. Goof off. Be crazy. And that's a great place for me to be. And the negative consolation for me, I moved to a four, which fours are the individualist, also known as the romantic, but they tend to recluse. They are very creative, but they tend to want to be to themselves. And what I've found is that I have that tendency, like in times of stress, to think that I just need to pull away. I need to pull away by myself. I'll figure it out. You know, when I was a teenager, I was prone to like hopping in the car and driving by myself, you know, thought it was a good place for me to be, or I'd just go out to the basketball court and shoot for hours. So I was like, that's just, that's going to be good for me. It's going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I can look back and see that I would leave those experiences. I'd, I'd get back from my drive, or I'd get back from the basketball court, and nothing would have changed. I would have still <laughs> have felt just as terrible as I did when I left. And so I thought I was like running to something good, but really what I was running to was false consolation. I was running to that, and it wasn't helping me any. I, mm-hmm. What I needed to do was surround myself with some other people that could add some joy to my life, mm. but I would do the opposite because I thought that's where I needed to go. So your false consolation is a place that you find yourself thinking, that's what I should be doing. And then you go there and you're like, but I have no joy in this. And that's why it's false consolation, essentially. So for you, you're running to that three mentality yeah. of success and achievement. Come on over.
0: Plenty of room. Yeah,
2: But it just doesn't work. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no, it does not. It just doesn't work. <laughs> What is the nine go so to? So the nine moves to the false consolation is the six. six. So that is <laughs> so that's Ryan. So when you come <laughs> over here <laughs> thinking that you need to be all about loyal uh, and worst case scenario mindsets, fear-driven mindset. Yeah. Not a good place. Not a good Probably place. not a good mental space for you to be. Gotcha. And then the false consolation of the three is This is the nine. So they're all kind of working backwards. So, so Daniel, for you, when you go to the nine and you're trying to play peacemaker and make everyone get along, it's probably not a good place for you to operate in for long term. You might think that you should be there. You might think this is something I need to do, but it's not something that leads you to a good place. You're going to get no joy out of it, basically it's really because i just don't care about (laughs) y'all we know y'all go fight if
0: you you want to
4: i don't care what happens it shows i'll hang out with whoever survives (laughs) you know so So i'll just figure out the worst case scenario that comes up
2: with it absolutely it happens it really does
0: so i mean we we don't want to just keep all the fun for ourselves where is there a good website or something you know I, I know you there sent are. us one, yeah, but if, there's the, if somebody is listening and they're like, hey, I want to go check out the, you know, what number am I going to be? Where like, I
2: like to start is the Enneagram Coach, and let me see what the actual site is. But, okay, right while well, he's looking that up,
0: here you go. I found some more bad stuff for me. Some of this stuff is, like. The good stuff, it it really, uh, man, I'm I'm all about it, but uh, <laughs>
1: not so much the bad. Well, the Skip bad stuff, that. some, yeah, <laughs>
0: some of it. I mean, it might it does make you look at yourself. It and does, like, it does, uh, man. it does. All right, Ryan, here you go. Um, oh man, I really don't want to read this. All right, so this may not be Daniel specific, but I agree with part of this for me in my own life. Andrew not, already not, knows. Not, not you know,
1: he already one. knows your bad stuff, yeah, so yeah. you can you can. <laughs> Let well, everybody else. In. For for this paragraph,
0: yeah. I agree with parts of it, not not all of it. In my own life,
1: but you let us decide that. I will. Okay. You
0: guess which one. <laughs> what I don't agree with. Uh, deep fear of a number three, uh, of being worthless, a failure, or incapable, causes the, causes them to struggle with deceit, hiding parts of themselves that they don't want others to see, and only pro- portraying a successful exterior. Uh, In doing so, they become unaware of who they authentically are in their own heart, which not only affects them, but those around them.
2: It's interesting that you touched on deceit, because that's actually, according to the Christian Perspective book by Richard Rohr, that's the root sin. So he goes through and gives like a root sin for each number, and then also like a spiritual gifting, which is always, they're always related. It's always the opposite sides of the same coin, basically. And so for threes, he actually gives the root sin is deceits. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the reason why, I like, the biblical example that he gives for for type threes is Jacob, like mm-hmm. the ultimate deceiver. And it's just really kind of interesting to shed, like I said, some light and color on that and, and to think of it through that lens. But for what I've kind of come to understand about threes is typically you will wear a lot of masks. And so you can walk into a room and most of the time a three can adapt to the situation. So you can walk into a room and it's, you know, a bunch of people that are watching sports and you're going to blend right in and you can talk about it and, and you can, you can be that person, but you can walk into a different room at the same house and it's a different conversation. And you can blend right into that environment too. So typically threes can, can kind of morph into that essentially depending on who they're surrounded by.
0: I agree with that. And in, I, in can, my see that. Life. I so can
3: see that, I, that with you.
4: Yeah.
0: The deceit thing is, I mean, I guess that strikes a negative chord with me of like, I'm lying to like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you an outright lie, but so that maybe it's the wording that I don't agree with on that. Well, it's, but and it's not, it, it's not always lies. It's not always lies, but the, the, whatever it said about, uh, like, I'm not going to expose any, fel- I'm going to show you the best positive scenario for whatever's happening. Hmm. Like yeah, um, that's. That.
4: But I feel like a lot of people are like that, though. I mean, I'm not going to go out and just show my flaws right away. But like, you
0: know? okay, so man, I don't know that I want to get this raw. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> so for me, like, I am great at compartmentalizing everything, right? Emotions and all. Like, I can operate in the most stressful. I can operate really well in a very stressful environment when other people are shutting down, because I can close that off. Mm. And like, it's a task. It's not an emotional, like, and I practiced that, I you know, through the army and a lot of different stuff mm. like that was yeah, being successful in right. the, what I was doing. So lots of, but emotionally connecting with my wife or connecting with someone that, like, well, that's not good because those emotions, you, you can't really just turn it on and turn it off. Nope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So Yeah,
1: You kind of had to be that way, I guess, probably in the Army. Uh,
0: This is a whole nother episode, right? (laughs) A whole nother episode. Or maybe
1: not. I I mean, I'll just – It depends on your job. Right. Right.
0: So, all right. I don't want to talk about the Army a lot because it's essentially talking about me and I don't want the focus to be on me. (laughs) But the Army is – like today, I'm very supportive of the the military because I was in it for a long time. Very appreciative of people who are supportive. There are a lot of bums in the military, right. right? And there are a lot of people who try and take advantage of. I was in the, I was in the army. Well, yeah, you were there for six months and you got kicked out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so true. So, so like, yeah, it depends. The army is no different than anywhere. Like, there are people who are just office workers. They mm-hmm. they're HR rep in mm-hmm. the army, or they drive a truck, or they're a cook, or what. Nothing wrong with any of those jobs, but they're not like you know you're not Rambo, mm-hmm. and some people try and portray themselves as that. Gotcha, my one thing, and I'm getting off the soapbox if somebody <laughs> that you do not know is like putting their military record in front of you, hey, let me tell you about this don't my opinion, don't believe anything they say about the military. they mm-hmm. did nothing. I promise you,
1: so
2: interesting. I can believe that, yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know what we were talking about before. Well,
2: one thing thing we can can jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We can can get into a whole episode about stuff like that. But, you know, just thinking through, like, deceits and how, like, it can be more than just lying. Because I think that would be, like, your natural tendency to think that's all that it is. But, like, one of my pet peeves, I guess I have, is that I can just remember, like, this mindset of going to church as a kid. And it didn't matter like what was going on or what had happened that morning or what happened in the car. Like when you get out, it's all smiles (laughs) and everyone acts like you've had the best morning. No one fought. Right. That was, it was this expectation. That is every household. It is. It it is. But I I think for me, like that, that captures a little Mm. bit of the three mindset. It's like, it does not matter what's been going on. Like I'm going to put on this happy face and you're going to know that everything is great. Yeah. And you know one of the things that we used to you know joke with my dad about is we used to talk about him being Sunday school Ramy. That was the mentality because it was this idea uh, that you know you could everything was great and and at church everyone thinks that everything is perfect. I have no problems. My kids don't fight. Like everyone gets along. We all read our Bible every day. You know it was just like this whole <laughs> mindset of everything's great. I've blocked everything else off, and I just like I, said, I just think that. I mean, anybody can get into that, but I think for threes especially like that's that's a struggle. It's this tendency. let me put on this mask that says everything in my world is fantastic, and I'm killing it right I might not be, but mm. i'm I might pretend that I am, and that's really more of how I see the deceit. It's not like you're sitting here like trying to like lie and scheme all the time, mm-hmm. but it's a matter of maybe it's a fear of being real sometimes yeah um, and for me too, something like
0: it So for me, if I feel like I'm broken down, I'm struggling with something, I can't help you. Mm. Mm. I'm here. I'm trying to help you. Mm. So everything's good with me because I'm here to help you. You know what I mean? Like If I'm broke down, I can't help you kind of deal. Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: Makes sense. Mm. It does.
1: What is the sin of a nine?
2: So the root sin of a nine is laziness. Mm. And on the opposite side of that coin, the fruit of the spirit is action. So like that temptation would be to retreat and do nothing. But when you move to action, that's when you can see a God shining through you. And so that's kind of the way that that's the way that I kind of look at, at the root sins is, is they, they tend to be blind spots. So for mm-hmm. a lot of people that are nines, and you might not be this way, but for a lot of people that are nines, like they wouldn't necessarily think that they're lazy because right. they've probably – not seen it maybe in their own life or they've masked it. Like for me, the one, the root sin of a one is anger. And I can remember when I was reading this book, (laughs) I got to that part and I was like, either the Arthur is wrong or I'm not a one. Cause I don't, I don't have anger. Like I just, and it might sound crazy to say that. As he Out loud got angry that he's reading. Right, right. I know. I am not. I, I, I am not. But, but I had, I had convinced myself that I just wasn't. I, I had convinced myself that I didn't get angry other than like extreme examples, like getting cut off on the interstate. But like other than those, like a few examples, I just had told myself that I wasn't angry. And so I didn't think that I had an anger problem. Mm. And I remember seeing that and thinking, I don't have a root sin of anger. There's no chance. And then like God started to do a work and god started to say well maybe we should we should look at this a little bit closer and and what i kind of figured out was that i was really good at controlling my reactions so something would happen and i'd be angry inside but i could control my reaction so people didn't know i was angry but i fooled myself to thinking i wasn't angry and then what i found is that like i had unforgiveness in my heart people that had hurt me that i hadn't forgiven because I never thought I got angry in the first place. And like, there was this, this trickle down effect. And like, God was saying, you've got to let go of this and you've got to have forgiveness and you can't forgive if you can't even admit that you were hurt and angry in the first place. And so it was almost like this internal work that God wanted to do saying, if you want this out of your life, if you want this bitterness gone, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to own up to your own problem. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where it led me. And that's one of the things that I've loved about this study was that it showed me a blind spot that I had in my life that I just honestly didn't think was there. As crazy as it sounds.
0: Do you have uh, Bible characters for every number? I do. Like, well, yeah. So what's a nine? Yeah. I was Jacob. So a, you, you were Jacob, Jacob. So
2: nine is Jonah. <laughs> nine is so Jonah. The man. prophet Jonah. I, can, I think yeah. pretty well I mean, I mean, that, pipes that, that, out that, that, as a nine. Yeah, no,
1: no. The laziness and complacency, because, I mean, I can. Just younger going through church and everything, I would always kinda of say, Well, that person will do that. There's a visitor over there. Uh somebody else will talk to them. You know, I'll just yeah. I'll just hang out or whatever. I know I can I can vividly all the misses that I've had when i could have gone over and done something that's just a small example. I mean there's other areas too, but it's definitely yeah. prevalent in my life. Hmm.
2: Does it make you think any differently about the story of Jonah? Do, I mean I don't know if it does for you or not. If you feel I mean, any differently about no, the situation. I mean, it just I mean thinking that you guys are sharing a number here. I can
1: I can see that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, not wanting to God moving in my life and right. and me saying, you no, know, well to me, I'm going to I'm going to go down this road and Go this avenue, but I can definitely, definitely see that.
0: Looking from the outside, though, from the example you gave of somebody else will do that, mm-hmm. and then Jonah kind of running away from God. What's It's like, yeah, I know what I know what I need to be doing. I don't have to worry about God's plan. Right. I don't have to worry about yeah. what He's telling me. Yeah. Right? I yeah. got a plan. It'll yeah. Work.
1: I mean, that, that that's completely. Completely spot on. Steps all over my toes. All (laughs) over my toes.
0: Well, let's just dance on down to Ryan. We need to dance on Ryan a little bit. Uh, We need
2: to. But I will say... You're giving me that anxiety. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Typical six, Ryan. Well, so before we get... Because your biblical example is good. So before we get there, I think we can just step on your toes a little bit and talk about... So the root sin of a six is fear. Oh, yeah. This tendency to fall into the traps of being afraid. Afraid of anything, and this obviously applies to our spiritual life because fear is probably the number one thing that holds us back from doing what God wants us to do. Mm. Yep. And so that's a that's a big thing. But your fruit of the spirit is courage. So when you're able to be courageous and follow God, it's not something that you're going to do. They call it fruit of the spirit because it's not something you're going to do in your own strength. It's mm-hmm. going to be something that God does within you. It's going to require the Spirit leading. But when you, the Spirit leads, you can be courageous yeah. and you can follow. Even if it's scary and fearful, yeah, you know,
4: doing this, starting this podcast was me being courageous because <laughs> in the beginning I had I really didn't have interest in doing it because I was like <laughs> I don't want to be in front of a camera. I'm more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that.
1: Look at you now, and yeah, look
4: at me look now. At now. Look at you absolutely. Now. I haven't had to talk him off the ledge in weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but there's every uh, once in a while he'll he'll shoot a text and be like, "Is this really what we're like?" You know, <laughs> we're gonna we're talk. We're Yosemite, episode, we're episode, episodes, we talk about Yosemite this next episode, we talk about Yosemite this week. <laughs> it's like, Ryan, relax. Like, it's good.
1: We're all in together. It's, it'll it'll, we'll work out, down man. it'll be together.
0: Fun. Yeah, we we have an edit button. That's good. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: you yeah. need to know your biblical example, though. Okay, is Timothy. Timothy. So mm. a very loyal servant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who follow through and honestly sets a really nice example in the New Testament of of, of taking it, of taking that the loyal attributes and putting them Mm -hmm. to good use, shepherding, shepherding the church. Paul started, you know, like I said, you see a lot of really good. So I I felt like you needed to have your toe stepped on a little bit before we got there. I can't have, we can't be inflating your head too much on this. Everyone's got to have a toe stepped on some.
0: Yeah. All right. Right. I I got it. There's my guess for what Andrew's is going to be. That's, nope. that's gonna be, that's, <laughs> that's gonna be his Bible character right there.
1: That's a big one. That's, that's big. Yeah. One. Gonna share that. Uh, well, not, no, I'm yeah, gonna got, wait yeah, till, got, after, gonna, after, gonna after wait he says. It, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You have He's to wait. Time. No, no. Hey, put wait up time. to the camera. That's a big one. I wrote it. I wrote
0: it down. I'm pretty like I can't change it. I wrote it down. You're gonna love it,
1: Edger. Go ahead and give it. Give us your, your character.
2: We're not gonna go with the guest first.
0: No, we'll we'll reveal after. Okay, he okay. Technically, yes. We'll, we, he doesn't like, I wrote it down. I did okay, it. okay. Well, it's so the, a, it's the a biblical
2: mean. example is Paul. Oh, okay. Do no. you have good it? No. No, no, okay. He went, well, you, you could I tell. mean, you
0: said you were a perfectionist. So I went Jesus. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> so, and this, yeah. I mean, Jesus is really kind of an encapsulation of, of all. And that's all right. when you start to look at it and start to think through you know, and that's kind of why I feel like there's Christian ties to this study, and that's so so many people have thought the same thing. For sure. Is because like Jesus really encapsulates every number at different times, not all at mm-hmm. the same time, but he shows the perfect version of each in different phases Jesus, of his Jesus
4: life. Jesus was perfection. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not a perfectionist. But that's Correct. a right way to say it. It is. Yeah. yeah, you know I like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of why I, I like this study is because this is not meant to pigeonhole you. It's not meant right. to say, this is where you are, don't change, people will accept you. It's meant to say, the goal is to change. The goal is to move mm-hmm. and, and, to, and to improve and mature because like Jesus perfectly captures each number, so that means it can be done. So if we're right. striving to be like him, that means we're going to have to strive to be mm-hmm. like other numbers and grow outside of what our comfort zone might be. Yeah. Um, gotcha. So anyhow, but for me, like I said, when I look at, when I look at Paul as an example, it it makes perfect sense. You can see Paul reforming every single time he writes a letter. I mean, he's got good things to say. He's got encouraging things to say. But if you look at every single one of his writings, like he's reforming those churches every chance he gets. Yes. Reformed his own life. To he, start. Did. Yes. He, he did. He did. Yep. Yes. Man, yep. like, yep. So yep. it makes perfect sense. And I've before I had ever you know come to this study, I'd always loved Paul's ministry, and so it just. I don't know, when I saw that he was the example, I was like, well, that just makes sense. Because I've always felt like you resonated with me. And so it's like when you, when you see similarities, you're like, that's the reason why. Of course it did.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, this is expert level stuff. He <laughs> said, he tried to downplay <laughs> the extra. I'm, I'm, I'm playing it up even more now yeah, after. You should.
1: Dude, he's.
2: Well, no, this, it's, it's, real it's about the resources. The so the, the <laughs> website, I found the website. So uh, it's the one that I like is your, Y-O-U-R, Enneagram Coach dot com, and if you put a forward slash assessment in there, it takes you right to the quiz. It's free so, quiz.
0: I would spell that too because I had no idea like the spellings. A okay, little tricky
2: so y o u r e n n e a g r a m yeah c o a c h dot com. Your enneagram code. The enneagram like yeah.
3: Go uh, you know,
0: I, I don't remember that as a spelling word growing up. <laughs> it would nope. be a tough one. Yeah. They put a lot of
1: people out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I don't,
0: I don't even know if they do that anymore. Spelling
1: bees? Spelling bees? I, I think so. Well, are no, the national ones. Well,
0: spelling bees, yet, yeah, but... So, when you were in school, just like spelling tests, every well, week, you, time right? But you yeah. had spelling words every week and you had a spelling yeah. test, right? Uh-huh. So, you had to, whatever these 15 words were, oh, yeah. like you had to remember them, right? Oh, yeah. Did you have to do that? Oh, yeah. That and you I had do your, don't your, don't your bonus word for extra credit? Don't know if they still and, still. I don't think Carter had to do that. Really? I don't think so.
2: I think private schools are still doing that. A million has, yeah, a million I'm, has I'm,
0: to. I don't know about public schools. I not think private schools yeah. are. We're we're fully in the public school world. I I might be wrong, and I'll say it, I'll admit it. I'll ask I'll ask the boss. Amelia later. has
1: she has a spelling test. But.
0: I think he did it like very briefly. Yeah. But like I remember as a kid, like every year it felt like I was doing that Yeah. for I don't know to like fifth or sixth grade something yeah. crazy.
4: You know what stress I would not have in my life in high school and in middle school if I did not have spelling bees. It'd been great
3: didn't like hate, them, I'm guessing. Oh, I hate it. I can't spell now.
4: Imagine me in sixth and seventh grade. Oh, it was the worst. So
0: I think um, autocorrect has ruined people. spelling. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because now they're just trying just give me three letters and I'll let the well, AI, not even AI fill let it me, in. Let me just hit the microphone yeah. button so I can just well, say it to it and too. it does it for yeah. me. That's true. <laughs> but I
4: don't even have to – Find the extra letters.
0: I find myself in that. It's like I used to know how to spell this word, but now I'm just give me the first three letters, and (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's all I need. Uh, Might be me. Might be. I just took that mask off. Welcome to the show. There it is. (laughs) There it is. Exactly. That's growth right in front of our eyes. (laughs) I I I can't. I'm not going to win the spelling. I think Zach's
1: a three too. Is he? Um, I could be wrong. But uh, yeah. um, what's uh, the number for a
0: tease? Because that does a lot of teasing over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. These, that's kind of an inside joke. We don't have time to share it today, but uh, <laughs> maybe on a few. That'll be in, in the newsletter. Sign up on the website for the newsletter. Yep. We'll tell you about that one. <laughs> Andrew, man, there's so much more. We didn't even get into everything, but um, man, we're kind of running short on time. We're, we'll have you back. We'll dive into this this was the beginner lesson here. I well, think this was we'll awesome. do the advanced lesson next time and It was good. Uh, yeah. man, it was fun. We hit on a few deep things. It
2: was yeah. it was we yeah. scratched the surface, but we yeah, we, we dove deep a couple of times. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: But check out that website. Let us know. We'd like to know what your numbers are and if you uh agree or disagree and what you agree or disagree with with your number and some of those traits, but uh Definitely, it was fun. fun. It was. He's got to come back and talk
1: Blast. about discipleship groups. Discipleship groups. He's yeah. got to come
0: play the guitar and sing for a song. Sure and sure. We, I mean, we got music stories and stuff we didn't even get to this time. So that's yeah. true. We'll, we'll do. Hey, uh we don't have a guest for next week yet, so you might be back. Maybe yeah, back yeah. to back. Yeah. Maybe to go back part to one, back. part hey. two. Yeah. So we'll give a different title so that, you know, people there think they're know. getting something new and fresh. Exactly. <laughs>
2: I'll, wear, I'll wear something different, too. Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: I got a stack of T-shirts over there. They make yeah, fun of good. me. Why do you have these shirts? It's a
1: little me. dressing room over there.
0: And if I don't like what I'm wearing, I'll change shirts. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. His own green room. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but uh, I actually
0: brought a shirt today, but I didn't change. I, I rocked what I had. So There you go. Uh, you got a Bible verse?
2: I do. You can always go Verse of the day.
4: Verse of the day.
1: Uh, Could go verse of the day.
4: Well I don't know. Uh, let's see. Where is this
0: one? He doesn't have the Bible app. He doesn't know what you're talking
1: about. You gonna hear that?
0: We are making him so anxious right now. (laughs) The fear
1: of not having a Bible verse. It's coming on strong. (laughs) Stop
4: it. (laughs) The verse that I have is Philippians two four through five. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So. Well,
0: Andrew, man, thanks again. This was fun. This is not just a personality test, I, but you did great explaining it. I, this is a good um, way to, you know, go deeper with your with your faith and um Man, this was great. So, yeah. check it all out. Thanks for coming, Andrew. Absolutely. Yeah. Glad to we do it. Guys. Take attention. that test. Yeah. We'll uh, find out. We'll see you Absolutely. guys again next week right here on GPS to God. That's it.
4: I can't believe her name is Brooke. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah I can't believe you just said Brooklyn.
4: Well, I never really talked to her, and then, I, so, and then I and I saw the picture on Instagram, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like sister. "Brooklyn," like and she just looked at me like that was her. I was like, All right, "She'll respond.
2: She will. She's not going to make a scene out of it." So,
0: thank you for listening to GPS to God. Please leave us a rating on your podcast app, and also subscribe on YouTube. Hit the bell if you would like to receive notifications when new episodes air.